tucked in. Because you are now in bed with Dr. Seuss. Welcome to my bed here on In Bed with Dr. Sue. I'm your host, Sue Storm. Why don't you cozy on up here next to me? Because tonight I'm going to be talking to you all about common sense cuckolding. And just what is common sense cuckolding? It's what I call cuckolding for real couples in the real world. Not what you boys always watch in porn. This is the show that you want your wife to listen to if you want her to cuckold you because I'm stripping away all the garbage. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's show, we have some other important information to get to. So when I come back, we'll fly right into birthdays, brag bites, and shout outs. So I'll be right back after this. You like it rough? You like to go for hours? Don't let dryness keep you from having the kind of sex you like. Sexy Ganja Lube brings you the wetness you crave without feeling sticky or greasy afterward. Ladies, this light moisturizing lube will actually feel good on even the most tender skin. Sexy Ganja is odorless, tasteless, scentless, and made with no herbicides, pesticides, or methylparabens that can harm your health. Sexy Ganja is hormone and gluten-free and has never been tested on animals. And boys, the hemp oil in Sexy Ganja enhances erectile capacity and decreases premature ejaculation. Improve your sexual comfort with the healing properties of hemp oil with Sexy Ganja Lube. Available through Dr. Sue. You can order your tube of Sexy Ganja Lube at either InBedWithDrSue.com or TheDrSueReview.com just by clicking on Sexy Ganja. All right, you need to stop. You know you wear panties, have a little dick, indulge in some freaky fucking fetishes, and crave to be mesmerized to your knees. Stop lying to yourself. Stop pretending to be what you aren't and stop hiding your addiction. I'm Miss Amelia Divine, your sissy queen, fetish priestess, alpha female, and mesmerizing mistress. I offer live phone sessions, custom audios, instructional videos, and so much more. So grab those frilly panties, slide on the blue dress, tighten your apron, and follow this white rabbit down her rabbit hole of pure hypnotic debauchery by going to ameliadivine.com. That's ameliadivine.com. <laughs> Your clitty will thank you. Hello, this is Mistress Carol. I am an erotic hypnotist, clinical hypnotherapist, and lifestyle dominatrix. I have extensive education and experience in hypnosis and mind control. And I love using your mind to take you into a deep trance experience and let go completely or enjoy a sexy female-dominated fantasy in the privacy of your own mind. You can experience my hypnosis sessions for free at myhypnoticdomain.com or learn more about me at mistresscarol.com. And we are back, my freaky little friends. And of course, it's time to start in bed birthdays. Yay! Okay, 
I am thrilled to announce the birthday of my close personal friend, Angela St. Lawrence, in two days on August the 15th. Happy birthday, lovely lady. The following day on April the 16th, it is the bombastic birthday of Goddess Rain. On August 23rd, we have Mistress Oriana's birthday. Happy birthday, Oriana. On August 28th, it's Kazzy Kush's birthday. Go Kaz! August 28th is also the birthday of the enchanting Mistress Kate West. And then, on September 1st, it's my fellow Canadian friend, Hypno Savannah's birthday. Happy birthday to everyone who is heading into another trip around the sun. Make this year your best yet. If you would like to make the if you'd like to make the birthdays of these wonderful people that much happier, head to InBedWithDrSue.com and click on Birthdays. You'll find the links to their wish lists or ways that you contribute to show you care. Everyone needs to feel special on their birthday. And if you want to get your birthday promoted on the InBed website, on the show, and on Twitter, just head to InBedWithDrSue.com and once again click on Birthdays and fill out the form. Before we get to Brag Bites, I have some shout-outs, and I'd also like to say hi to everybody in chat, since we had a little technical difficulty getting chat running tonight. I'm glad we finally fixed it. Um, uh, here's my shout-outs. I'd like to send out some shout-outs to people who listen to the show, first of all. First off, okay, I want to say hi to Samuel, who listens, actually, I shouldn't say, he loves to hate the show. But I'll tell you, if you're going to hate on me, do it the way Samuel does. He's hysterically funny as opposed to douchey. So keep on laughing, Sam, because you're cracking me up over here, too. Also, I want to send out a hi to a lovely lady on Twitter who goes by the handle at Gexkitten, the golden rose herself, who is always sweet in promoting the show. Thank you so much for that. And she's also a fellow Canadian. Okay, I'm not Canadian just yet, but I'm almost there. I'm just finishing the paperwork. Um, I want to send out some special love and squishes to these truly incredible ladies. Mistress Mila Von Mayhem, Mistress Peyton, Mistress Lilith, Mistress Kai, and sultry Suzanne Vixen, who is just celebrated her birthday on the 10th, by the way. Each one of you gorgeous ladies inspire me with your strength and your tenacity. Each one of you is a bright, shining soul who breathes life and light into this world. You're all amazing, warm, loving women who deserve nothing but love, peace, and happiness. And our good friend Cocky is embarking on a studio quest. And this is a great way for you to help. Cocky is trying to raise funds to get his first professional studio release. But as we all know, studios and producers cost money, honey. So he's offering this sweet deal. You can get his latest greatest hits compilation, Death Threats, which has been lauded recently as a masterpiece, plus Spice Age and Spice World, which both were previously unreleased, and you can get all three for $27. That's nothing. Just email K2Kaki himself at jshiz, that's J-S-C-H-I-Z, 2010 at gmail.com for more info. Let's help get the cock in the studio. I have a ton of K2 crack, uh, cracks, tracks that I listen to in the car. Trust me, you're going to love his shit. If you love electronic rock, 
um, NYC rap, hip-hop, then hit up the cock. You can also hit him up on Twitter at K2 underscore cocky. Don't bother with Bandcamp anymore. They screwed up big time. Also, if you're in the mood for a sexy dom, why not hit up Goddess Rain? Goddess Rain has over 15 years of knowledge to fuck you up with. So slide on over to the number four, Goddess Rain, R-A-I-N-E dot M-E, and see how you can serve. You can also find Goddess Rain on Twitter at the number four, Goddess, R-A-I-N-E. And just what is going on in Dr. Sue's erotic book club these days? Well, listen to this. Shy, ordinary John can't believe his luck when the raven-haired beauty Samantha takes him home from the bar to have a little fun. But he's in for a giant surprise. Not long after stepping through her door, he finds himself in the palm of her hand. Literally. Now, no taller than an action figure, he's about to find out what life is like as cruel Mistress Samantha's shrunken plaything. Yes, folks, it's another great read brought to you by the maniacal mind of the mistress of switchcraft herself, Miss Sammy Ray Schwartz. Date with a Giantess is available on Amazon, and if you just pop over to InBedWithDrSue.com and click on Sexy Scribes, you'll find the link to Date with a Giantess, so you can get yours right now. I am going to take another quick break, but I will be back right after these messages with some brag bites. Get that popcorn, because it's Dr. Feelgood time. Enter the fantastical BDSM worlds of Collar Six. From the mind of Fiona Flowers, one of the most talented cartoonists in the kink world as she takes you on salacious, weekly journeys where rubber-encased maiden Julia fights the evil queen Etheria and into upside-down worlds where dominatrixes are collared. Whatever you're into, there's something to entice everyone at Collar 6. You can find Collar 6 on Patreon for only $3 a month. So head to patreon.com slash collar6 and enter the fetish fantasy. you can feel it already. you can feel it. Are you ready to drop down to your knees at the feet of an alluring and sensual goddess? Do you dream of being dominated by a powerful dominant, a dominant that will take control of your secret desires and fetishes? Would you like to experience deep entrancement? If you have answered yes to any of these questions, visit me, Goddess B. Leah, at www.dominabrandelia.com 
or visit my other media portals designed to titillate the senses at Hypnotic Lear on Twitter. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel it already. already. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel Hey yo, this K2 Cocky, formerly Cocky the Homo MC, and you are in bed with Dr. Sue. Hey yo, go to cockabelly.bandcamp.com and cop my deluxe CD package, Spice Cadet 2, featuring the smash hit for a minute and eyes closed. Been chosen, I'm rolling, explosion, I'm blowing up, they doubting, I'm exposing them, cause I simply don't give a fuck, they hoping, they praying to make it, but they are sucking, I am so much better than all them, and I can do this. You know what time it is, it's bright by time. Time to send out all the warm, fuzzy messages into the universe and brighten someone's day. I don't know about you, but these always make me feel so good. So let's get started. Um, What are we going to do here? We are going to start with not one, but two for Fiona Flowers. Fiona, your first message is, Fiona is the best, most attentive sub that any dom could want. She makes me proud to be her daddy, and I feel so very honored to call to hold her collar. She's my sweet Princess Bun-Bun. Daddy loves you. (laughs) Princess Bun-Bun, I love it. And Fiona, I think you know who that was from. And your next message is, as one of the sweetest people and most talented artists I know, I just want to shout out Fiona, an awesome person that I love to know. And Fiona, that was from an anonymous admirer. I love anonymous ones. The next brag bite is for goddess Nikki Kitt, who I believe is in the middle of a live stream right now. And Nikki, this is your message. About six months ago, I watched a clip called An Introduction to Me as a Goddess by goddess Nikki Kitt. Since then, I've had the amazing privilege and honor of getting to know goddess Nikki Kitt and develop what for me has been such a wonderful DNS relationship. I personally never felt I could have a place in the BDSM community as I'm not exactly a very kinky person and never had a desire to engage in any actual fetish play. But the desire that I did have was to serve and to do so as selflessly as I reasonably could. Miss Nikki has given me a safe place to explore my feelings and desires and allowed me to always be completely who I am without ever judging me or making me feel anything but welcome and comfortable. What I had learned about being in an online DNS relationship before was that servitude was completely one-sided and that it was completely about giving and not ever receiving anything in return. I went into this with that expectation, and while I have never had any expectations form Miss Nikki over the last six months, from, I should say, I've never had any expectations from Miss Nikki over the last six months. What she's done for me by means of her guidance, her support, her care, and her willingness to share her precious time with me is so much more than I feel I could ever in turn do for her or give to her. She has helped me grow in my confidence 
help me to be a better and more well-rounded person, to understand things about me that I never would have on my own, to become healthier, more motivated, and just an overall much better version of myself. She has been a friend, a confidant, a support, a life coach, a therapist, personal trainer, and so much more. I'm so incredibly grateful and forever indebted to her. I genuinely believe she is one of the most amazing human beings I have ever known. And while I know I've said it to her before, I will never understand or grasp what she possibly could have seen in me that made her feel I was worthy of the time and attention she has invested in me. But I will always be grateful to her. And that absolutely delightful message is from Shay, Miss Nikki. Wasn't that nice? That was nice. Okay, so let's take another big old bite from the love pie and send a message to Kaya. Kaya, this is your message. A good person in a bad world. A person that chooses love over hate. A woman who has the courage to stand beside those who have no one in their corner. A humble, genuine, kind old soul that loves Frappuccinos, her stuffed Bigfoot link, and refreshing her spirit in the redwoods. I am speaking, of course, of our Kaya. I've not seen her speak an unkind word or be salty ever. And in our line of work, it's, not, it's easy to get jaded. Her work ethic and creativity are goals. And if you've ever talked to her on or engaged on Twitter, she's the type of lady you want for your best friend. I appreciate and admire her positive outlook and loving heart. I am honored to call her friend, but she has plenty of light and love to share. So go meet her if you haven't. And Kaya, that sweet message was from your friend, Mistress DJ. Very nice. And she's DJ's absolutely correct. The next brag bite is for Goddess Leah. Leah, this is your message. Goddess Leah is the most incredible person that has ever lived. And I'm very proud to be owned by a goddess. When we met, I was lost. I had given up ever finding a goddess that would see me for who I am, an individual person. If I had to pick out one thing about goddess that stands above all else, it's goddess's insistence that her pets be themselves. She sees us as unique people, each with our own personalities. She then leads us to be the best pet for her that we can be, not by changing us into something we're not, but by enhancing what she saw in us in the first place. So we become better pets and better people. I love my goddess. I have the utmost respect for her and am constantly in awe that not only does Goddess know who I am, she likes who I am, enough to allow me the honor of her ownership. I am many things in life, but right there at the top of the list is my proudest achievement. I belong to Goddess Leah. Oh, my God. Isn't that lovely? Leah, that was from Worm. I just, these are so great. Um, the next shot of love is for Sammy Ray Schwartz. And Sam, this is your message. A shout out for Miss Sammy Ray Schwartz. Miss Sammy is an absolute sweetheart, I agree. She graces the Twitterverse with her musical talent and unflagging upbeat attitude. 
and many sex worker positive and supportive posts. In DNS Play, Mr. Sammy is a delicious mix of sweetness and dark cruelty. She's amazingly creative, not only in the pure headspace of my niche, macrophilia fetish, but also in the slave tasks that she assigns to me that make it possible for me to express my submissive devotion to her in a very real and tangible way. She's helped me to explore long-held desires that I've held bottled up inside of me for a long time. I feel very fortunate as a submissive to have been taken into Mistress Sammy's deft and capable hands. And Sammy, that was from Steve. And I have a feeling Steve may have been the muse when it comes to Sammy's book. I'm going back. What was Sammy's book? Help me. Yes, Date with a Giantess, you think? I think Steve probably inspired Date with a Giantess. Our next brag bite is for the ever-amazing Angela St. Lawrence. Miss Angela Pye, who is listening right now and is sitting in chat, here is your message. What a wonderful journey we have been on together, Miss Angela. With care, patience, and understanding, you have taken me to what was once uncertainty to certainty, apprehensiveness to calmness, and most of all, guiding me to be a better man. I am forever grateful to you and appreciate the bond we share, the friendship we've developed, and look forward to continuing our journey together. Always yours. And that was from Incognito Thomas. We love you, Thomas. Now, tonight's last bite. I'm breaking my own rule tonight. And I'm going to read a brag bite for me. Normally, I don't like to do this because it's all about you guys, not about me. But I got to thinking that it wasn't fair to the folks who are kind enough to send me these words. So this one's for me. I wanted to send a very special thank you to Dr. Sue. I was recently away on a trip, and it was my last morning there. Long story short, a male housekeeper waited until I was alone, literally two minutes after someone had left. He let himself into my room while I was not dressed. I had to physically force him out of my room, pushing and shoving him out the door. I called the front desk. Management gave me a full refund. But I called an Uber and left, stranding myself in the airport for eight hours just to feel safe. Sue and I DM pretty frequently. So as I sat there shaking, trying not to cry, I messaged with her. She knew exactly what to say and helped me calm down and not let the wave of sickness and violation overcome me. As I sat there using her advice, I knew that she was a woman who has the best heart, and I'm honored to call my friend. Thank you, Sue, for talking me off that ledge. You were truly there when I really needed someone. She said, your friend, Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. Suzanne's in chat right now. Um, if I can help anyone out in any way, you know that I will. And why did I read this one? Because I want to point out that everyone is going through shit. You don't know what's going on behind the smiles and happy tweets. Most of social media is a facade, a face we put on to get likes and validation. But the real world awaits beyond the keyboard. Remember that, be, remember that because you never know in any given moment what someone is going through behind the scenes. 
keep that in mind when you're interacting with folks in your daily life. Thank you to everyone who sent in a brag bite for tonight's show. This is truly something we need to do for each other, especially during these fucked up times we're living in. Tonight's brag bites will be up on the InBed website tomorrow. If you want to send in a brag bite for someone for the next show, just head to InBedWithDrSue.com and click on Brag Bites, fill out the form. You can read all the previous brag bites there, and that should give you some inspiration. And due to the number of lives that were ripped from this earthly plane since the last show, I'm foregoing what the sweet fuck for this show because I think we've all seen enough crazy for a little while. But know this, it's not over, not by a long shot, folks, so batten down the hatches because the ride is about to go into overdrive. Watch yourselves in crowds no matter where you are on this planet and realize that you are all living with PTSD right now. Be kind to yourselves and one another. I'll say it again. You don't know what's going on in someone's life. So be as patient and kind as you can with one another right now. And I'll be back right after this. When you white boys first landed on the coast of Africa, you were mesmerized by big mandingo black cock. In the middle... You hanged black men from trees for even looking at white women because you knew your women needed big black cock. In the present, chickens have come home to roost. White cuckolds are on their knees, holding back the ankles of the women they love and desire and offering them up to big black cock so they can be bred and seeded so you can listen to your women quiver and convulse in pleasure while hearing them groan and scream in octaves you've never heard before. This is more than lust. This is evolution. As the ozone decreases and UV rays increase, the human race will evolve. That's why black men are blacking your women, breeding your women, and creating a darker race for tomorrow. Chickens have come home to roost. You know that your women need big black cock, and now you white boys need it too. This is Naima, the BBC dealer. Visit my website, worshipbigblackcock.com, to hear the truth that Becky can never tell you. I know just how much you crave the feel the taste of big black cock, the anticipation, the heart pounding, and the palm sweating that happens as you wait for the sight of that hard black cock, knowing that you will be used with no regard for you or your sexual needs. It's all about that big black cock and how you can service it. Now call me and admit it. You need Big Black Cock. Goddess Natasha, 1-800-863-5478, extension 9531839. Visit me at worshipnatasha.com. You know that sound. That means it's time to play head games. 
the sex trivia show for perverts like us, where lucky contestants vie for the chance to win a bushel of sexy toys by answering trivia questions about sex and BDSM with each question harder than the last, and each answer bringing a new prize. But if they get an answer wrong, they risk losing everything. So join hosts Amelia Devine and myself, Dr. Sue, for the most hilarious, sexy, and educational game show on the radio, Head Games. And it's only on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Yes, yes. The next Head Games is Wednesday, August 28th, with my co-host, the ever-lovely Amelia Devine. And our contestants will be Naima. Yes, that Naima. And the ever-evil, wicked Ashlyn. But... There's room for one more contestant. So head to InBedWithDrSue.com and click on, the head, click on Head Games. Fill out the form, and you could win some sizzling hot sex toys. Okay, let's get the goings going on, guys. That is the end. It's just you, me, and my bottle of water. Are you ready? If you have if you have a question about cuckolding, I may not get through this. I may end up barfing or something because I can't speak tonight. If you have a question about cuckolding, I'm happy to answer it for you. Just give me a call. Get in the queue, 657-383-0031. I'll do the questions at the end of my diatribe, so write them down. You may actually get them answered as I go along. If not, call in, and I'm happy to answer them for you. Um, I want to start out by saying hello to all the new listeners out there. Get ready, because I swear. Not I swear something, just I swear. Anyways, hopefully some of the new listeners are curious wives who want to learn a more safe, sane type of alternative lifestyle than what you've been reading about on the Internet. If you're one of those women whose husband just sat down one day and said, I'd really like it if you'd fuck other men, let me just say on behalf of your moronic Male husband, I'm sorry. That's not how one brings up the subject. But unfortunately, that scenario happens more than you know. But I want to thank the ladies who are out there taking the time to listen in and hopefully learn that even though it sounds horrible, cuckolding actually isn't the scary shit you read on the Internet or see on Pornhub. Okay, sidebar, sidebar here for a moment. Sidebar here for a moment. I'll be referring to cuckolding tonight as a hetero relationship and using the husband and wife monikers. Uh, hold on, I'm being interrupted. Give me this. <laughs> Get your text. Oh, Lord, I can't with this shit. Okay. So, sidebar here just for a moment. I'm going to be referring to cuckolding tonight as a hetero relationship and using the husband and wife monikers. Yes, of course. You can be in any relationship to do this, but I'll go hetero for the sake of clarity tonight. So, uh, gentlemen, the reason why we don't just sit down and tell our wives we want them to fuck other men is because of what goes on in our brains when you do that. Here are some of the things that immediately go through the female mind when the subject of cuckolding is dropped for the first time and they know nothing about it. Okay. Husband. It would be so hot to see you fuck another guy in front of me. I really want to see you take a big cock. Okay. Wife's thought process. 
You ready? Activate bee brain. That's a term coined by my friend for the overactive female mind because we never think just one thing at a time. It's always a hive of humming activity. Okay, so bee brain is now on high alert, which is different from its normal day-to-day -day functioning at medium high alert. Okay, thought one. What the sweet fuck is this shit? This is a total setup. He just wants you to fuck other guys because he wants to fuck other women. And if you do this, at some point down the road, he's going to hold it against you. Thought number two. How can a man who says he loves me want me to fuck another man? How can he just discard me like that? I guess he thinks I'm just worthless trash. I'm just some whore to be used so he can get off. Thought number three. I'm not a butchy dominatrix. I'm not about to stand around like some battle axe with a whip in my hand, draped in leather and chains. Thought number four. I'm not even remotely dominant. I don't want to be dominant. I like being a submissive woman in the bedroom. Thought number five. I'm a mother. I have a career. I don't have time for this shit. Now, take all those thoughts, put them in the bee brain, shake them up, get the bees going, add a few more, and then let them go. Now, all of those thoughts just went through her mind in the fraction of a second. And that's just a few of the obvious ones. It'll vary from woman to woman based on the issues in her life. And two seconds after you make those comments, she's looking at you and saying, get the fuck away from me with that shit. And you just lost the war without ever going to battle at all because you got overly excited and selfish. You never stopped to consider how she would react. You only thought about how hard your dick got when you watched some cuckold porn. So... Newsflash, boys. Porn isn't real. And the more you try to base your life on it, the more disappointed you're going to get. And the more you watch, the more you will disassociate with the real world. Everything in moderation, gentlemen. Which is why tonight I'm talking about common sense cuckolding. And just what is common sense cuckolding? Well, most of what you see online is just flat-out insane, and I think that the basic idea behind cuckolding has been lost, and these extremes will actually scare couples away from this type of lifestyle, as you've heard in my past shows on cuckolding and cuckolding extremes. Um, someone actually said on, on Twitter this afternoon, you know, if you want common-sense cuckolding, stay away from me. Um, this is for couples. This is for couples. I'm going to say this again, it's for couples. It has nothing to do with dominatrixes. Sorry, love you madly, but we're not talking about someone coming to a dominatrix for cuckolding. Um, common sense cuckolding strips away all of the bullshit scary stuff and turns it back into what it was meant to be, an alternative lifestyle for couples. Not some crack-ass crazy scene from a Quentin Tarantino film where everybody has lost their minds. So, let's begin with a simple stripping away of what cuckolding is and isn't. Cuckolding is a female-led relationship whereby the woman has sex with other men. The husband does not have extramarital sex. That's it, in a nutshell, right there. Okay? So simple. But once again, due to male control, 
Cuckolding has spun out into some bizarre Jabba the Hutt fantasy where the bull is Jabba, the wife is Leia on a chain, and the husband is probably buried under Jabba's folds of fat somewhere suffocating. Which may sound extreme, but that's how weird it's all become. Now I used to say that there are no rules in cuckolding, but because of this madness, I've had to change my tune. So, if you want common sense cuckolding, remember I'm going to keep saying that, this is common sense cuckolding, not what we see online, okay? If you want common sense cuckolding to work for you, there are a number of rules you will need to adhere to. And these are not in order of importance because they're all important. Okay. Number one, get your notebooks, get your pens. I'm going to have a drink here. Yeah, you can listen to me drink. Okay. Number one. You ready? The female must be dominant and in charge of everything that's going on in that bedroom. Now, if you're a lady at home listening and thinking, but I'm not dominant, I don't mean whips, chains, and leather. But you have to be the one in control of the entire situation because these bulls will ride roughshod over you in a heartbeat. By the way, this one's for you, Mr. Castaway. If you look up the term to ride roughshod, it has quite the sadistic background. It's kind of trippy, but I digress. Okay. I was just throwing that out there because we know that Castaway likes to look that shit up. Bulls have gotten out of hand recently. You see, being men, they've decided, not all, but enough to make it an issue, they have decided that they are in charge of your cuckold relationship. And I say unto thee, my friends, oh, nay, nay. You see, ladies, if you don't hold the reins, you'll have a big problem. Because it can't be your husband. Why? Because he'll be so submissive in that bedroom, his mind will be mush. If you don't keep an eye on the ball, no one else will. So your bedroom hierarchy should go. Wife at the top, followed by husband, followed by bull. Not any other combination. The bull must always be last. Okay, we got that? Now, does that mean you can't be a submissive kitten with the bull while you're fucking him? Of course you can. See, I told you you didn't have to change too much. After all, that's the whole point. Being taken by this alpha male is the purpose because your husband can't fuck you that way. It's not in his nature. But you always have to protect yourself, your husband, and your relationship from wolves. And using wolves as a metaphor, the bull is a wolf. The husband is a lamb. And you, my sweet lady, are a wolf in lamb's clothing. Let's put it another way. You're a lamb till it gets out of hand. And what do I mean about these bulls getting out of hand? Well, some red flags are the bull wanting to just walk into your house whenever he wants to use you or your husband. Fuck you. My house, my rules, bitch. I'll let you know when you're needed. And until you're summoned for my use, fuck off. You must always be the queen of your castle by being the one who makes the rules. Remember, 
This type of relationship turns all the other ones on its ear when it's done right. For millennia, men have used women for their own satisfaction. This is simply doing exactly what they've been doing. So now you can see why some men are trying to fuck this up. Whether it be aggressive bull behavior or men jerking to their wives being sexually destroyed in front of them, you can see where something that was meant to be empowering to the female has now become bastardized. So, who makes the rules? She makes the rules. Say it again. Who makes the rules? She makes the rules. Whether you want to carry that throughout the rest of your marriage, that's up to you. But when it comes to other males in your sex life, the one with the cunt rules all. So this is where I'm going to bring up yet another topic, but it sort of dovetails this. And that is the subject of hot wife and voyeur. Now, some of you probably heard me go on about this before. As I've explained on previous shows, hot wife is another misogynistic term. The term hot wife comes from the old chat rooms like Yahoo Chat and ICQ, where guys would get together for virtual circle jerks. And they would exchange pictures of their wives without their wives' knowledge. Nice. This would feed cuckold-like behavior by hearing what another guy would do to your wife. It also gives the impression that only a hot wife or a hot-looking female can engage in having another guy fuck her. It originated in the chat rooms from guys saying, oh, you should see how hot my wife is, or you should see Marvin's wife, she's so hot. I really shouldn't need to point out that this is demeaning to women, non-consensual, and just plain gross. <laughs> Sorry, just... <laughs> I love glancing at the chat. Naima just said, who rules the one with the flaps? That's right. Flaps rule all. Okay. Which... <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> You're killing me here. Which brings up the question, are you a cuckold or a voyeur? If you don't like the idea of your wife holding the reins in the bedroom or the relationship, if you just want to watch your wife be defiled by another male, I believe the phrase du jour is impaled by a huge cock, and you could care less about her sexual satisfaction, you, my kind sir, are a voyeur who, in my clinical opinion, hates his wife, but that's another show. And it's good to know which one you are. Too many men call themselves cuckolds when they are, in fact, just lecherous pigs who want to watch their wives be hurt sexually by other guys. That's not a cuckold. True cuckold males want nothing more than to see their partner sexually satisfied because they realize that they just don't have the same fucking style as an alpha male for one thing. Now, we add to that that in many cases, their dicks are small. Okay? So whether it's one, the other, or both, doesn't matter. They are sexually submissive, but also the strongest type of submissive out there. I'll let that sink in for a minute. It takes a man with great confidence and strength of character to watch another man have sex with someone he loves because he gets off on her sexual satisfaction. You have to have balls of steel to sit through that, let alone being confident enough to allow her to completely take over, to remove himself from societal programming, to break out of the fake alpha mold we make all males conform to 
and enjoy his submissive side takes courage. See, that's the irony of all true submission. This is my Yoda moment. Write this down. There is great strength in weakness. By Jack Handy. So, I want all you ladies out there thinking of yourselves as lionesses protecting your pride. You may let a stray male in to make use of in the moment, but he better not try to take over because this is your husband, your relationship, and your family, hence your pride. And you never fuck your pride over for dick. And this brings up the topic of dating. Dating. Sorry, it sounded weird. So, in our common sense cuckolding no-nos, this would be rule number two. No dating. (laughs) Dating is a huge red flag. Gigantic red flag. Reddest of flags. The ready reddest of flags. Let it run with blood in the streets. Blood red flags. Okay? See, and this is where you ladies are dropping the ball. Cuckolding isn't about dating the bull. You don't have dinner and a movie with this guy. This isn't about dating. Dating equals you are no longer in a relationship with your husband. Because dating equals you're looking to replace him, and that's not what cuckolding is about at all. Now, there are some extreme cuckolding practices whereby the female has a boyfriend. Again, that is extreme cuckolding. And we're not going down that road. We don't invite the bull over for a barbecue. He's not allowed over for Christmas dinner or to help Nana crochet a damn Afghan. Dating equals intimacy, and intimacy equals danger. Why? Because once you go down that road, you run the risk of falling for your bull. And once this happens, you're no longer cuckolding. You've just destroyed your marriage. Once the words, I'm getting feelings, starts to enter into it either from the female or the bull, it's time to rethink what you're doing. And it can and will happen if you play the dating game. And the only way to save it is to toss the bull. Bye. There's the door. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. So this is why we don't see boys outside of the bedroom. When a bull uses the L word around me anytime, my home becomes like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when they throw DJ Jazzy Jeff out the front door. Bye, bye, bitch, bye. Remember, in common sense cuckolding, we aren't replacing the husband. The bull or alpha is to be used, ladies, used. They are human sex toys, nothing more. Not your best friend, not your daddy, only in the bedroom. We don't cuddle them after sex. We don't make them a sandwich. We use them. And then we send them on their way. The cuddling and intimacy is for your husband only. Remember, you're a queen. These boys are nothing more than peons. No matter what they still, like, no matter what size their dick, it doesn't matter about none of that. Albeit, okay, if he's got a nice one. But I get it. But that doesn't mean we forget our place because of that dick. Where is your place? It's at the top of the heap. Queen's rule. No matter how pretty, how big, how fat, or how colorful, it's still dick, and dick is beneath you. 
even the alpha kind that makes your toes curl. After the curling of your toes, you use said toes to kick his ass out. To have a steadfast rule that I personally go by with our cuckolding, and that is no kissing. Now, I know some women want the kissing because it's part of connecting with the bull. So again, it's up to you. But I don't allow men other than my husband to kiss me because, in my opinion, that's intimacy, and I don't want that type of connection with this guy. And by kissing, I mean mouth to mouth. He can kiss all over my body. That's fine. I just mean we get into some serious lip action, and you're just once again asking for trouble. And remember, this is common sense cuckolding. I keep saying that to you guys. This is not the crazy stuff. And continuing with the intimacy issue, I don't suggest several rounds of sex with the bull. Why? Because what are you doing in between? Unless you're doing some forced buy shit or doing some extra shit, you run the risk of that intimacy sliding in during the downtime. Keep it easy. Keep it clean. He fucked you. He's done. Bye. The next round is for your husband who should be ready to dive into your deep end by the time that bull gets to his car. The way these bulls infiltrate your relationship is by getting to you, they get you ladies away from your husband. They know how to play with your head. If you start giving in to him and doing what he says, you're going to have such huge problems down the road. And know this, boo-boos, they don't want to be with you. They just want to break you up. They just want to fuck with your head for a little while. I could tell you stories that would just curl your hair. It is absolutely disgusting what these guys are doing. They are screwing with your head. They're luring you away to screw with your relationship and screw with your husband and your family and your money. Remember, these guys are not your friend. And even if he promises you the sun and the moon and, oh, we're going to run away together, we're going to do this and we're going to do that, use your head. Use your head. This man is fucking you. He's probably fucking a ton of other married women. It's what they do. Alpha males are seed spreaders. It's just in their nature. They sure as hell aren't settle downers. So if you think you're going to run from your husband into the arms of this magical man on a goddamn horse with billowing hair, good luck with that, toots. Because this guy's going to dump you so fast it's not funny because he's already out fucking 15 other people. Don't fall for the rubbish. Um, Quick story. Edgar and I had a talk today, actually. And some of what he told me comes as a warning to you guys. He didn't know about the red flags. So when one day after a business trip, his wife, we'll call her Barbie, is cozied up on the couch watching TV with her bull on his arrival home. You can imagine how he felt. While he was away, his wife told him she was going to have her bull over to the house. They even engaged Edgar by having him listen in and watch by the phone. And while he was away, you know, everything seemed fine. He's still being included. Everything's fine. But this is where everything skidded off the rails for Edgar. Because Barbie was already under the spell of the bull. They had spent so much time together, she was smitten with Ferdinand the bull. Once that happens, Ferdinand takes over. He starts telling Barbie what to do to her husband, and she does it. Ferdinand starts ordering Edgar around. Edgar complies. 
and it gets much, much worse from there. Why? Because no one was minding the shop. And the interesting part in all of this was Edgar and Barbie were swingers. They started out swinging. Edgar considered himself an alpha male. But once Ferdinand got into Barbie's head, she mindlessly started to listen to him and act on what she was being told. At that point, it was game over. Combine that with the fact that Edgar did nothing to protect his family by giving up and complying, like many men will do for the right alpha male. The relationship went from swing to cuckold to DNS to nothing. Gentlemen, you have to keep an eye on things outside of the bedroom. If your wife is texting and playing kissy face with the bulls, you got problems coming. Some guy's in your living room playing house, kick his ass to the curb and rein it in, or you'll be headed for disaster. So we got that, right? No dating, no long walks on the beach, no breakfast at Tiffany. He should never see Dawn with you in your bed or the hotel, should you choose to not bring them in your house, unless you fucked all night. Which brings me to another point. Don't bring these guys into your home right away. You don't know them from shit. They could be casing your house for later home invasion or blackmail. Always use hotels in the beginning when dealing with these guys. Your house is your home. It's sacred. You only allow those who have earned the right into your house. Mine never got in until we played for over three years outside. That brings us to rule number three, but I'm having a drink. No, it's not liquor. It would be fun if it was. I was actually going to play that game. We're going to do that with Nikki Kit. We're going to play the game that every time I said cuckold, you guys either had to have a drink or tribute five or ten bucks to your favorite um, goddess. But I felt the word cuckold was a bit much because you guys would be broke by the end. And personally, if it was up to me, I would have used the word and. Anyways, (laughs) I'm such a bitch. Sorry. Okay. Rule number three. Keep fucking your husband. You need to continue to have sex with your husband. Now, this rule may be making a bunch of you males out there scratch your heads and say, but if I don't sexually satisfy her, then why is she fucking me? Because sex with your husband is different than sex with a bull. Sex with a bull is raw, wild, and primal. It's meant to be the type of fucking a submissive isn't capable of. But does that mean women want that type of fucking every time they have sex? No. What submissive men don't realize is there's a place for everyone. In common sense cuckolding, everything else about the relationship stays the same. The husband provides the pampering, the affection, the love, and the intimacy. Sexually, you guys are the kings of oral because you learned early to make up for your shortcomings. Yes, castaway, pun intended. Many alphas won't do oral at all. As your wife, you're who I want to make love to. I'm not expecting you to knock my socks off. I'm expecting us to remain close that way, though. Because when sex is gone, the relationship is almost dead. And I know many of you are sitting in that place right now for various reasons. But you can throw water on this desert. And common sense cuckolding is how you do it. Much of extreme cuckolding is based on no sex with the husband. I challenge that train of thought with this. If you aren't having sex with your husband, 
and you're treating him like an absolute dog, you no longer have a relationship from which to cuckold. Now you're just friends. When cuckolding reaches the level of using the husband by both the bull and the wife for various hardcore acts, and the wife is no longer sleeping with her husband, that's now a lifestyle DNS relationship, not cuckolding. Because you no longer have the relationship from, from which to cuckold. It just, it, that's just logic. And before you bark, let me explain what I mean. Cuckolding has with it an enormous amount of subtle humiliation. Once you stop having sex with your partner, you begin to emotionally disconnect from them. You become buddies, if you're lucky. Once this happens, a huge portion of the sting of seeing another man with your wife gets dulled, dampened, or even lost. The beauty of the dichotomy that a sub goes through is that tug of loving your wife, yet knowing that this man can do a better job than you can in the sack. That's there as a given. You don't need to say a word. That's subtle humiliation. You don't need the extreme overt humiliation. It's already there. Now, for some couples, you've gotten to the point where sex with the husband is just not going to happen. She wrote that wee wang off a long time ago, and she's not going back. Just not worth it. Or the main reason for cuckolding is your husband has erectile issues is another reason. Okay. Then you need to find some other form of intimacy, oral sessions, massages, body worship, something to bring the two of you back to the intimacy you had when you first got together. So push the beds back together, folks, and try again. And the fourth and final common sense cuckolding rule is communication. Before you begin hunting for bulls, you need to sit down as a couple and draft your own personal set of rules. What is allowed and what isn't. And you revisit this set of rules after every encounter you have with a bull. Because once someone feels as though they aren't being heard or blatantly disrespected, that will build resentment. This set of rules has to be completely flexible. If something isn't working for one spouse and a reasonable compromise cannot be reached, then you dump that entirely. Case in point, here's the story. Um, talking to a gentleman who told me that on his first encounter of watching his wife with this particular bull, it freaked him out. And this can happen. And what freaked him out? This is very common. There's a lot of women who really, really like that. Um, is choking. So whether it's choking by cock, choking by putting the hand around the throat, um, there's a lot of women who like that. It's a very submissive thing to go through. Personally, if you do that to me, you will end up with a fist in your face. But hey, everybody likes their own shit. Anyways, so she liked it. He did not, and he didn't realize he didn't until he saw it. It was hard for him to sit through watching his wife choking because to him she looks like he's in distress. So 
afterwards they sat down, they discussed it and said, you know what, here's the deal. I like it, you don't. So the compromise for them was when she's being choked, he closes his eyes. It's as simple as that. But I challenge you into one thing. If he really, really didn't like it, then don't do it. Remember, we're not dumping the husband. This isn't, you know, running over everybody. Compromise, my friends, compromise. But these are the type of issues that will come up, especially the first few times you do this because it's brand new. You have no idea what sludge this can pull up from your past that you had long since buried. That's why you sit down as a couple a couple of days afterward and you go over what went on. And no, you don't do this when you're in bed. And during these meetings, there is no hierarchy. If you decided to do a full-on female relationship at these meetings, there is no domination and no submission. Just two people who love and respect each other. There can never be any my way or the highway situation unless you plan to go extreme. And you do that together. As the submissive husband, it's up to you to man up during these meetings. Again, this isn't a time to be a yes man. There's a time for submission, and these meetings are not one of them. In any alternative relationship, communication is absolutely key to making it work without destroying your marriage. You have to have a solid base to start anything like cuckolding, or everything will unravel. This should never be a last resort situation to save a marriage. Cuckolding will not save a marriage. It will kill it if the relationship is already on life support. Okay. So, since everyone's going, oh my God, that's so scary. Okay, it doesn't have to be. Remember, I'm just showing you warning signs. Okay, so, let's say you now have decided it's not such a bad idea, but you're not really ready to dive into the deep end with a real live man toy. I suggest you start out slow. As with anything new, it's better to learn more about it and yourself before you throw down. And you start by getting a dildo. Now, you've heard me tell you this before, and that's because it's part of how I get men to test the waters with their wives before dumping the cuckold term on them. You both go shopping together for a dildo. It's fun. It's meant to be fun, okay? This isn't, shouldn't be drudgery. And you want the dildo to be bigger than the husband. Now, guys, if you're shopping alone, do not buy Vlad the footlong impaler. It will end up inside, upside your head and used as a doorstop or worse from then on. Okay? Patience, gentlemen. Patience. Oh, Lordy. Here's what you do. You let her pick it out. And if she doesn't want to or you're shopping solo, you go about an inch and a half to two inches bigger than you. And if you have a color preference, now is the time to get it. Some colorful couples want to go super pale. Some pale couples want to go super dark. And some are right in the middle. Choosing a color is not racist. It's preference. But in the case of you white cuck wannabes out there, you do need to ask yourself why you want a BBC to fuck your wife. Just saying. And while I'm on the subject, there is never an okay time for any white couple or single female to tattoo or otherwise use the ace of spades to denote you like big black cock. (sighs) 
when that got started, I don't know. I, I just I can't even fathom when that got started, but whatever. Using the ace of spades to refer to anyone of color, I shouldn't even have to say this, or in this case, a black male, is racist as fuck. There is no rationalization. You can't get out of this one. A black spade referring to a black person is racist. I'm not about to school you on that because we've already done several shows discussing this exact issue. I suggest you visit them. I don't care if it's an ankle bracelet. I don't care if it's a necklace. It does not matter. If you're white and you use that symbol, you're racist. So knock that shit off. It's not cute. It makes you look like a plantation owner's wife. And I might add, it's not all that female empowering either. Think about it. You shouldn't need to advertise you fuck black men. Seriously. You really shouldn't. It's obvious when all you do is approach black men. Just saying. Okay. So, we have our dildo du jour. So now what? Well, guess what? Guess what? Now we name it. And no, I'm not telling you to do that so we can put on a puppet show. Although that would be a really fun puppet show. Nay, nay, my friends. We name the dildo to create a third person in the room, thereby getting you used to asking for bigger dick. Now, you might think, how hard can asking for bigger dick be? Well, when you love your husband and you've been raised to be a good girl, you have a hard time with asking for the bigger dick because you don't want to hurt your husband. But what you ladies need to understand is that the sting of you asking for the dildo, okay, let's call him, okay, we'll call him, okay, let's call him Jorge, okay. So now you get to play some fun games in the bedroom without the scariness of jumping in with a living, breathing sex toy. Now you can say to him, I don't want you tonight. I want Jorge, mm, Poppy. You just get to eat dessert. It makes it your own inside joke. By the way, I cannot do a Latino fucking accent. You can be around the kids and still be like, I got a call from Jorge today. He said he misses me. Your husband can sit up in bed and put Jorge between his thighs, and you can suck on Jorge, but not your husband, while looking at your husband and telling him how big that cock is. You don't even have to say a word, really. You don't want to. Because this is the subtle humiliation I was talking about. Now, ladies, I want you to pay attention to your husband's reaction to all of this. He's losing his mind. He's so horny. You're not hurting him. And gentlemen, show her it's turning you on. You can play chastity games with your husband. You can put him in chastity, but Jorge gets to fuck you. Tease him for hours with Jorge while he's locked. Then unlock him, and he gets to fuck you, but because you've been with Jorge, you're a bit stretched out, so you can't feel each other right away. See, ladies, you should be starting to see now that domination isn't about being mean or cruel or inflicting pain. Unless, of course, that's what the person wants. But again, we're common sense cuckolding here. We aren't riding the crazy train. So think back to when you were first met your husband. You used to dress sexy to entice him. You used to wear makeup and perfume. You'd spend hours on your hair. You made yourself feel sexy, and you acted sexy. 
or I'm assuming he wouldn't have put a ring on your finger so he could permanently hump your leg. Or think back to when you used to go to the clubs. You dressed to kill. Why? Because you wanted men to think you were sexy. You wanted male attention. That, my dear ladies, is domination. Using your feminine power, your sex appeal, your feline sensuality to get his attention. Then, when you have it, you make him want more. You tease him. If he's an ass man, guess what the last thing is he gets? Your ass. He can see it, but he can't touch it. It's all just playing games. It's not about leather. It's not about chains. Although I think leather corsets and stuff look really stunning. It's about what makes you feel sexy. If your hubby has always wanted to try something like spanking, you play with it. Do a role play where he's the naughty schoolboy and you're the teacher disciplining him. The key is to have fun. It should never be heavy and weird. What you do should make you feel sexy as hell. That's how you know you're doing it right. Get him to beg, ladies. Get him to beg. Now, boys, I want you to listen very closely to me right here, okay? Put your little ears up to the speaker. Come on. I want you to listen to me very carefully. If your wife never wants this cuckolding thing you requested to go any further than bedroom play with Jorge, you're going to say, yes, ma'am, and be happy with that, right? Not yes. That's a good boy. Because some women will never be comfortable fucking another man in front of her husband. But you're one of those grateful husbands who realizes that this would be a hell of a lot better than nothing at all, right? Say it with me now. Yes, Dr. Sue. Good boy. Speaking of which, there's another thing you need to determine in your rulemaking. Each one of us takes in information using several of the five senses in our own unique combination. Men are primarily visual, but there are some who are auditory as well, and that can be reversed where auditory is primary and visual secondary. Point is, some husbands will not want to watch, and that's okay. Some want to listen in from the hallway or the closet. Some want to listen on a baby monitor in another room. Still, some others will not want to listen live, but listen to you tell him about what happened to you and how it felt. There's no right or wrong way to be the cuckold. That is a matter of personal preference. And in some cases, you might not figure that out until you've had your first encounter and determine what feels right. Like our friend with Chokey McWife. He has to close his eyes for the Chokey part. It's all in how you determine what works for the two of you. And for those of you boys who are sitting in the corner with your arms crossed and a big boo-boo pout on your face thinking, this isn't harsh enough, get over yourself. If you find this isn't harsh enough, you need to sit your ass down and ask yourself, hmm, self, have I been watching too much porn? Perhaps I have a distorted view of myself. Perhaps this excessive need to be degraded and treated like garbage is actually coming from a negative headspace. And maybe 
maybe I should look into perhaps the issue of my lack of self-worth instead of craving being treated like swamp sludge and told that I'm nothing. Because whether you get it or not, you're something. Whether you want to be or not. And if you're smart, you don't want your wife treating you like the shit on the bottom of her Louboutins. Now, for those of you who insist that inquiring minds want to know, what do you do, Dr. Sue? And what is realistic in the real world of cuckolding, as far as encounters go? Okay. I fuck my boys, of which I have three. Thrice my boys for pleasing me. On rotation, not all at once. Let's not be crazy. Who I, I've had these gentlemen for many, many years. I love it that way because I'm a germaphobe and so are these guys. Now, I know some of you boys really want to think that we do this every night or every other night. But come back down. That's it. Come on. You've drifted a little too far up. Let me bring you back down to earth. Come on. All the way down. Put your feet on the ground. There you go. In the real world... You do this at the most a couple of times a month, if that. If everybody is busy, it might be a couple of months in between. Because like I said, again, and I know this hurts, but you can do it, guys. Porn isn't real. Here's a comment from the review that I edited down to her key points because I think it it illustrates a real-world common-sense cuckolding situation. We've had a cuckold marriage for over 20 years now. My husband feels most loved by me when I have sex with other men. Every year, this is a point I want you to make a note of, every year on our anniversary, my birthday, my husband's birthday, New Year's, Christmas Eve, etc., we have men to our house, and they all make love to me in the presence of my husband. Good God, she sounds like she has a harem. My husband gives to me what these other men can't give to me, and the other men give to me what my husband can't. It's a balance. I believe that cuckolding is what has made both me and my husband happiest and our love for each other stronger. See? The rest of the time, it's just you, me, and Jorge. Whether you decide to add a few extreme cuckolding ideas into your personal Common sense, cuck- common sense cuckolding plan. It's up to you and your spouse. You can create it in any way you want to create it. Just keep an eye on your red flags and you'll be good to go. So, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the phones and questions that were sent in. If you have a question now that I've stopped yapping, now's the time to call in. 657 all righty then. Our first question is from Michael tonight. And Michael, I took the liberty of straightening out this question simply because Michael was doing it in broken English. My wife likes it when she gets hard she gets hard fucked from a stranger. She wants me to look when she fucks them. Am I a cuckold? Michael, yes, you're a cuckold. See how simple that was? Okay, the next question is from Robert. Married for 16 years, we have been discussing cuckolding for well over 15 years consistently. 
Hmm. Sorry, copying a drink. Um, my wife is typically vanilla in bed. We have only played with cuckolding in a planning fantasy. Two nights ago, I asked her, what are her three biggest fears in cuckolding? And she said, number one, she'll enjoy it too much. Number two, her feelings towards me and our lovemaking will change. I haven't been able to help her complete her orgasm, and if she has better sex with someone else, she wonders how she'll feel. Number three, she said, I won't be able to handle it. In other words, he won't, meaning I would be way too excited about it and won't stop talking and pushing for it. How do we explore and figure out these fears? Okay, Robert. Um, first thing, see, I hate the only drawback with these written ones, there's more info I need to answer it properly. Her feelings are valid. Um, and I think you need to listen to her. What she's worried about is she is going to lose respect for you. And that can happen. It's, that's a viable thing that can happen, especially if you get into any forced buy. What she's probably, and again, because I have no way of asking you questions about this, but what I'm getting from this is that she is afraid, one, if she has sex with this guy, she's going to love it and not want to be with you anymore. And that, again, if she's feeling that she has the possibility of tipping over and doing that, you need to listen to that. What I'm getting from this is she doesn't want to do it. So, Robert, you've been married for 16 years, discussing cuckolding, sorry, cuckolding for 15, and you haven't done it yet. What does that say to you? That should tell you she doesn't want to do it. I would suggest doing the dildo with her. And that's as far as it goes. Like I said, you guys, there are going to be women who don't want to do this. And they have a right to say no. For whatever their reasons happen to be. Maybe she doesn't feel attractive enough. Maybe she doesn't, like, as, as this woman was saying, I'm afraid if I have sex with this guy and it feels really good, I don't want you. Now, what bothers me in this is, how come you haven't been able to help her complete an orgasm? If you're thinking that you're dick, I mean, this is what I get from that is, because <laughs> guys do, you guys, I cannot get over this. You guys still do this all the fucking time. Guys, 80% of women cannot get off through intercourse. You get that? 80% of women cannot have an orgasm through intercourse alone. Why? Because your dicks are too small. Sorry, it's the truth. It takes a large dick to get a woman off through only vaginal penetration. So this whole, I can't get her off, what are you doing with your mouth? Hello? Do you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? You step up to the plate here, my friend. She's telling you she doesn't want to do this. So I would say, Robert, give up the ghost, get yourself a dildo, play in the bedroom, and that is it. That's it. Leave it. Okay? 
And again, I'm only going by what you said. There's a thousand questions I have for you in order to really figure this out. But I think you need to leave it. Okay, we have another great question here from Marie. Now this shows exactly what happens when be careful what you wish for. Okay. Marie says, my husband and I are happily married and have talked about cuckolding for years. It's also the number one fantasy of both of us. We've read books on it, listened to your podcasts, and we talk about it during sex. My husband has a small cock, and sex is usually limited to missionary and the occasional doggy style when he can get it in. I'm so desperate for a bull to fuck me really good regularly, total alpha, and who has a nice big cock. My husband wants to sit in the corner, stroke himself, and for me to tell my bull how much better his cock feels than my husband. Okay. She says, okay, I get, I like that. So here's the problem. Every time we talk about me finding a long-term bull for real, my husband tells me the next morning he doesn't want this in our relationship. He even allowed me once to do everything else but sex with another man and then freaked out on me the following week saying he felt like I cheated on him. It's so frustrating because every time I give up on the idea of cucking him, he tells me he wants me to, only again to say he doesn't want him. To, only again to say he doesn't want to do it again. I don't want to discuss finding a ball. I don't want to do this. I would really appreciate your thoughts. Okay, here's another one. Your husband? That was a shitty move. So if you're listening, Marie's husband, that was a bullshit move. You don't give someone a green light to do something like that when she is doing it for you. Granted, she's doing it for her too, but she's doing it based on what you asked for. And then you turn around and pull the plug. And not only pull the plug, you turn it around and blame her? Nay, nay, my friend, we don't do that. That is not cool. You are sending out so many mixed signals, it is unbelievable. Marie, what I would suggest is you again, you guys, I wouldn't touch it. He's clearly not able to handle this. And that's okay because it works both ways. There are some guys that when you get right down to the wire, they go, no, 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 I don't want to do it. Okay, get that. That's fair. What he did to you was unfair. You don't do that. You don't go, okay, yeah, go ahead. You can go and do that. Just don't fuck him. You can do everything else, but just don't fuck him. And then have her come back and go, yo, you're a fucking whore. You can't, you can never do that, ever. If you say it's okay for her to go do X, Y, and Z, and she does X, Y, and Z, you can't hold that against her for the rest of your life. Get that? Not when you're mad. Not when she pisses you off. Nothing. You cannot put that back onto her. It's not fair. So you stop doing it. Don't do it. My suggestion to you guys would be he's not capable of handling this. And I know you want it, but it's going to have to be toys unless you plan to go outside of the marriage. Because he can't handle this. It's clear. And that's okay. You're allowed to be self-aware and know that, you know, this isn't working for me. It's all right. So on both sides, you have both the male and the female here, wife and husband, from Robert and Marie, they clearly don't want to do this. They're trying. They want to do it because it makes their partner happy, but 
in the end, they don't really want to do it. And if in the end it freaks you out, don't do it. Don't do it. Just play with the toys. Go get yourself a Jorge. It's okay. No problem. And to have that awareness, that's why playing with the toy sometimes makes it a little bit easier. You can get used to the visual of it. But sometimes it's going to take you to that point. It's going to freak you out. So I always tell people what you can do is you do it once. But you have to go into it with the understanding that nobody's going to hold anything against each other. Okay? You can never hold this against each other. She can't hold it against you and say, but you made me do it, and you can't hold it against her and say she's a whore for doing it. You do it once and see what it feels like. Okay? If it doesn't feel good, you don't do it again. It's that simple. But you can't go back and go, yeah, you fucking did it. No. You test things. Life is a huge buffet. And you have every right as an adult to go and eat from any end of that table you want to. If you're an adult, you can make your own decisions. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the whole point, is to experience things at this buffet. If you stay on one end of the table, you're not going to know what's on the other end. So what's worse that happens if we look at it as a buffet? You try cuckold and you do it once. Didn't work. Don't like it. We both didn't like it. Or one person didn't like it. So what do you do? You just don't do it again. But you drop it. If you test it, if it doesn't work, drop it. Don't hold it against the other person. It's like, would you get upset with someone if they, you know, tried some food and didn't like it? Same diff. No. You'd move on. And that's what you've got to do if you're going to do this. And if you really have the self-awareness to know there is no way you could do this, then don't do it. So, I'm going to check. We seem to have a caller here. I'm going to say hello to the caller. Hello. You are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Shiloh Person, are you there? Oh. Are you talking to me? I am talking to you. Who's this? Oh, my goodness. This is, uh, this is Mistress Kate West. Kate! Yay! Uh-huh. I couldn't figure out how to download the podcast onto we my We can't download it because we're still doing it. Challenged. So <laughs> I just called in. I've been listening on mute for like 40 minutes. <laughs> and I thought you were talking to me a few times. I was like, oh, my goodness. Am I on mute? Was I interrupting? No, you were you were on. I'm hold. loving your show tonight. Aw, that's great. I did you get? Did you hear your brag bite? What? Did you hear no, your I brag bite? It. I didn't check in. No, it was you had a birthday. You didn't have a brag bite. I, I do think. have a birthday on August 28th. You had your birthday. Yes. Yay! No, it's on August 28th. It's coming up. So get those tributes ready to go. Right? I love the gift cards. Like, what I really like are Southwest gift cards. And Southwest gift Delta cards. Delta is even better. Delta is better. <laughs> Awesomeness. <laughs> Kate, you kind of went weird just then. 
What? Your phone just went weird. We didn't hear what you said. I Can you hear me now? I can now. I was talking about the differences. It seems to be two trains of thought in the coupled uh, fantasy or real life world where like one half of it is like just writing for the day to understand Okay, I'm interrupting you because you just went underwater again. It's your cell phone. You know what? Because now it's like every, it's just kind of bubbling. Because I got a lot of great insight. I know. I I didn't hear anything you just said because your phone was acting weird. The cell dropped. Okay. I'm going to message you. Okay. Okay, bye. That's cool. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up tonight. I want to thank everybody who is in chat tonight. My God, there's so many of you guys. Kylie and and Angela and hold on, hold on, hold on. I get everybody. And we had let's see, Thomas and Oriana and and DJ and Jean's here and Suzanne's here and Castaway's here. It's just like it's a love fest in here. So thanks, you guys. I really do appreciate you all showing up. You know that. You guys rock. The chat room always rocks. Um, what did I have to remind you of? Oh, listen, August 28th, it's Head Games, the hilariously educational sex trivia game show for perverts like us right here on In Bed with Dr. Sue. We have room, like I said, for one more contestant. So if you want to play, hurry up and get your name in to InBedWithDrSue.com, click on Head Games, and fill out the form. If you're in the mood to read, you can head over to the review and hit up my latest article so your wife doesn't want to have sex with you anymore. Hmm. That's on the DrSueReview.com. On the next show, it's Subby Back to School Time with Just What Kind of Sub Are You? As I take you through some fun descriptions of submissive behavior you might be exhibiting. This show is based on my article, Are You a Needy Sub? It's a great way to figure out some of the behaviors that might be getting you into trouble. That's September to 10th right here at 10 o'clock. So be sure to visit all my wonderful friends and sponsors of the show. Tell them you heard about them on In Bed, please, please. And until next time, you guys. Be kind, be uplifting, be deliciously different, but most of all, be happy. Bye, you guys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.